0: One of the world's biggest global food players, this is Unilever, you'll know the name, they've agreed to publish more rigorous data on fat and sugar and salt in its products after the shareholders forced a resolution. They were minor shareholders too. Uh, Share Action is the group. They got enough shareholder backing to force the changes after a review found that only 17% of Unilever's food and drink sales were of high nutritional standards compared with the 61% the company was claiming. Uh, at uh, The director at uh, Action is Simon Rawson out
1: of London. Morning. Hi there, how are you doing?
0: Very well indeed. How big a win from your point of view?
1: Well, we're really pleased um, with the commitments that Unilever have made about reporting transparently, using government-backed definitions about the proportion of their food sales which come from healthier products. It's a new standard for the food industry, for food manufacturers, and it's a first step towards selling more healthier food and helping people build healthier diets across the world.
0: Did you drag them kicking and screaming, or did they come willingly?
1: I think there's always a place for robust engagement. Um, A lot of um, shareholder and investor engagement is a little bit um, too friendly sometimes and there's not enough challenge. And what ShareAction exists to do as an organization is really increase the robustness of um, responsible investment So we had some uh, very robust conversations with Unilever over the last couple of months. But ultimately, the company recognises that it's something that its shareholders want to see, that it's an opportunity for growth for the company. And we're really pleased that we agreed this outcome with them. What are you looking to
0: achieve? I mean, their claim was, you know, in reality, it was 17 percent of their food and drink. They were claiming 61. Was it the dishonesty that you were looking to fix? Or do you genuinely want consumers to eat a more healthy diet?
1: Look, I'll be the first to sort of defend Unilever and say I don't think they've been dishonest. They're just using def- different definitions. So if you use government-backed uh, definitions of what's a healthy product, um, it comes in at 16%. If you use Unilever's own definition of what's a healthy product, then that's where you get to the 61% and they want to reach 70%. Food companies, manufacturers like Unilever, have an enormous influence in what ends up on our plates through their marketing budget, through their power to place their products in our supermarkets. They are determining what ends up on our plates, and they have a responsibility to do that in a way which helps us build the diets that we need to live um, a healthier life.
0: What you're doing is not new. This has been done in oil companies as well. Is getting a slice of the action through the shareholding, the way of the future in terms of activism,
1: as you say shareholder activism is not a new thing it's typically been the reserve of big powerful individuals who might hold significant uh, shares of of companies and you hear of activists making takeover bids or taking control of companies but increasingly uh, smaller groups groups that represent uh, individuals who are affected by issues like unhealthy food or a climate change are also using these tactics and depending on the country you're in the rules vary Uh, But here in the U.K., where Unilever is registered, uh, you can, if you're a group of 100 shareholders, um, you can also uh, take advantage of these sorts of shareholder rights, such as filing shareholder resolutions and putting items on the AGM agenda um, at the company's uh, meeting.
0: Appreciate it, Simon. Simon Rawson out of um, ShareAction in London this morning.